Welcome to Betrayal Trauma Recovery, BTR.org. I'm Anne. I'm sure you remember what it was like when you were searching for help, maybe for your husband, hoping to find the right program or therapist. That's why I started podcasting. I supported my husband through seven years of pornography addiction recovery, and not one therapist during that time told me I was experiencing emotional and psychological abuse and sexual coercion. I didn't want any other woman on the planet to be in the dark. If you're like the majority of my listeners, you're experiencing the type of abuse that's invisible and difficult to wrap your head around. Your husband is using porn or having affairs or lying to you, and you're getting the same bad advice about how to improve communication or your relationship. If you need support from women who totally understand, check out our daily group session schedule at btr.org group. We'd love to see you in a session today. One simple anonymous way to help spread the word is to click, follow, or subscribe to the Betrayal Trauma Recovery Podcast on your favorite podcasting app. While you're there, every five-star rating helps make this podcast more visible and will help save other women from getting the wrong kind of help, like a couple program that will make this type of abuse worse. For those of you who follow or subscribe to this podcast, thank you so much. Your support means so much to me. In 2015, after seven years of attempting to quote unquote help my husband with his anger problems and his pornography addiction, he sprained my fingers and pushed me against the kitchen cabinets during an argument. He was arrested for domestic violence. The judge gave him a no contact order, which is kind of like a protective order. And that was the first time I'd ever conceived that he really was an abusive person. I waited hoping for him to take accountability for his actions and to come back home to us and to change, to truly repent. He decided to file for divorce nine months later. During that time, I prayed and prayed and prayed. And the only answer that I received was to start a podcast, which is how this podcast started. Also, I used to go by the name Anon. And Blythe is not my real name. My friend had a Facebook account with the name Anne Blythe named after Anne Blythe from Anne of Green Gables. And so I ended up adopting that Facebook account and I ended up adopting that name to represent all of us because my story is the universal story. The details might be a little bit different, but we all go through a period of denial and then we all go through a period of trying to quote unquote help our husbands or support him. And then we all go through a period of thinking, no, I need to set boundaries. And I just want to talk about my garden really quickly. I am an avid gardener. I have nine fruit trees, five 12 by two garden boxes, a huge section of my garden in my front yard where I grow self-proclaimed prize-winning pumpkins. On Monday, my five-year-old son and I planted the corn. It was just such a sweet time to get dirty and hot. I dug the hole and he put the seed in and the obvious symbolism of faith that it takes to plant this seed that is so small and know that in a few months, we're going to have an eight foot stock with delicious corn on it. All my garlic is growing great. And I planted that in the fall. So planting a little bulb that the next year will turn into the most delicious, rich, buttery garlic. It's called Romanian red, and it's amazing, and you can't get it at the store. In my front yard, I have irises and tiger lilies and canna lilies and salvia, every kind of beautiful perennial you can imagine. Every year, they get better and bigger and more beautiful. It's been almost three years since my ex's arrest. And back then, my front yard and all the perennials were kind of sad. It was like three irises that came up. 
but now they're gorgeous. Everyone comments on how beautiful my garden is. I didn't know that my garden would be so beautiful, but I had faith that it would be. And I dug things up and I split plants and I moved things around and had faith that my hard work would pay off. And it has. I have not yet seen the hard work pay off with my setting boundaries. My life is still really hard. I'm a single mom of three kids. Life is hard every day. It's hard to get dinner on the table. It's hard to keep the house clean. It's hard to run BTR while I do that. Like It's really stressful and very overwhelming. There are days when I sit on the couch and stare into space and then end up crying because I'm really overwhelmed. I'm still very nervous about the future. I still don't know exactly what's going to happen. But there is a lot of peace in it. But if my garden is any indication, especially my front yard where all those perennial flowers are, as I stand there, I'm like, this feels safe and this feels secure. And guess what else? It's beautiful. And I have faith that my life will be beautiful like that. It will be rich and the roots will be deep. <sighs> Oh my gosh. BTR has evolved to be something amazing. My garden has evolved to be something amazing. Maybe I, sorry, maybe I will evolve to be something amazing someday. Right now, it seems like I'm just still like digging around in the dirt with nothing to show for it. Talk about late bloomer. I'm like the world's latest bloomer. <laughs> <sighs> but maybe when I do, I'll be like that big, beautiful iris. If this podcast is helpful to you, please help us reach other women by following or subscribing and giving us a five-star rating. Thank you for helping other women find us. If you've already purchased a copy of my book, Trauma Mama, Husband Drama, please circle back and give it a five-star rating. A lot of women are searching for books about betrayal trauma on Amazon and rating Trauma Mama will help them find this podcast, which is free to everyone. Your donations keep this podcast going. Go to our website, btr.org, scroll to the bottom, click on support the BTR podcast. And until next week, stay safe out there.